um, it says here, the historical Patrick was nothing like the stories at all. He wrote a, a book about... You mean it's not about... Uh, you mean the St. Patrick's stories about St. Yeah. Patrick? Who he was. Do you know St. Patrick's real name? No, I don't. His name was Maywin Sukat. No shit. And where was he from? You know, I was reading the Wikipedia this morning and... He's British. Some, he's British, yes. He's British. They... they, they Captured him. He was captured. He was a slave. He was a slave in Ireland mm-hmm. when he was sixteen. Yeah, I found here uh, the the uh, the self portrait that emerges from his writing has little in common with the St. Patrick's most people wearing "Kiss Me I'm Irish" shirts <laughs> or "Kiss My Yes." <laughs> <laughs> though the, though he would become the patron saint of Ireland, St. Patrick was actually British. God save Ireland, said the hero. Citizen of the Roman Empire, Patricius. Patricius was his Latin name. That was what he wrote his name on, like his declaration. Yeah? Yeah, that that's what he oh, wrote okay. as his name. Yeah. He was born into the nobility sometime between 390 AD and 400. Though his family was Christian, they were not devout. And young Patrick was an atheist. He uh, lived the uh, comfortable life whoa. of a rich man's son until... And he was a rich man. Okay. No, I just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, 15 years old, he was kidnapped by pirates. I thought 16, but let's not quit. Well, this is what the Smithsonian yeah. says. It's, right. He was taken to Ireland and sold into slavery. Sold? So he was mm-hmm. sold. Of course, this apparently was not unusual, that there was a lot of slavery. Irish <coughs> pirates, the best, raided villas up and down the west coast of Britain, and they were capturing slaves to sell back in Ireland. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. So I didn't know this about him, did you? <laughs> <laughs> At about uh, 9.15, I knew he was a slave. It said, the Romans considered Ireland to be the end of the earth a barely habitable <laughs> island of ice and savagery. So it wasn't much, huh? <laughs> some, some Greek and Roman geographers even alleged that the Irish were cannibals. Whoa. Well, you know, a lot of people are cannibals, and Hannibal the cannibal is <laughs> cannibal. Right? Julius Caesar called the island Hibernia, or Winterland. Oh, that I didn't know. So that's the, that's the whole Roman influence, obviously. Yeah. Because that's the the time period. You don't think of it. I always think sort of of Middle Ages, but it was way before that. Anyone who found himself enslaved in this remote wasteland was considered as good as dead. Okay. So Patrick spent the next six years of his life tending sheep. I love it. Yeah. For an Irish landowner, living in a hovel, enjoying no rights at all to cope. But. But. Go ahead. But he had the word of God. Mm Mm-hmm. And God said to him, Maywin Sukkot? I mean, well, he was out there with a the sheep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maywin Sukkot? <laughs> you know, I got a job for you. <laughs> you go back where you came from. No. You go to Ireland. No, you were in Ireland. You're okay. God's a little mixed up, you know? <laughs> so God said, okay, here you are. You know what you have to do? You have to lead the church in Ireland. Uh huh. And, and, and there he was. He was and Sukkot said, well, it's, you know, it's a big, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. God said, oh, you could do it. You can do so it. God. You're green. Yeah. So he says, it says here that 
um, to cope is when, like you're saying, he turned to prayer, earning the mock nickname of Holy Boy. Oh, that's not nice. Holy, holy, holy boy. When he was 21, he writes in one of his letters, he had a dream in which God told him to leave his master. Oh, so this was a dream. That's what this is saying. Okay, okay. And escape Ireland after walking some 185 miles through the Irish wilderness. What, 185 miles? That doesn't sound so much. Uh, yeah. I guess it is. You try that. I guess if you're walking, it is. <laughs> Fugitive Patrick ob- uh, obtained passage on a ship and then eventually returned to Britain and his family. But then he had another dream, okay? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. In which the Irish begged him to bring them Christianity. What? Oh, God. Make so, him an evangelical. Oh, jeez. You know... In Patrick's mind, he had no choice in the matter. He believed God was calling him, and after training to become a priest, Patrick returned to the land of his capital. So he, he went to cannibal land. Yeah. Or wasteland, as you wow. might want to say. Now, that's from a rich man's son, slavery. Wow, now there's hey, a, you there's know, a it sounds, cultural change. It, yeah, but it's, it's the kind of thing that happened to rich boys. You know? <laughs> it's like they see the light. They have different values. Yeah, like um, a, a, a Buddha. <laughs> I mean, was right. it Joseph in the Bible? He was also, he was... He, he became um, an Egyptian. Egyptian. I mean, he was yeah. went, sold yeah. into slavery. Right. right. Yeah. And he, uh, by his farm. Uh, by his family. Uh, you have some more... Uh, well, I just wanted to... I just wanted to um, um, say that... Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about one of the symbols of uh, St. Patty's Day. Mm. And that's the uh, four-leaf clover. Is that what it is? Is a shamrock is a four-leaf clover? Nah, no. There's a distinction? No. Okay. Oh, God, I can make something, something like, like understandable. Okay, I'm okay. Gonna, tell me, babe. Okay, so um, it's very hard to find a four-leaf clover. I yeah, mean, we know Have this. you looked? Um, I used to when I was a kid. Did you find? Never. So the point is <laughs> that it's much easier to find a three-leaf clover, uh, thus, thus, a shamrock. So... I guess mm. God didn't say, look for a four-leaf clover, because he had enough to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go, this is wilderness. Right, right. I mean, they're going to be four-leaf clover. So, keep track of everything. So this four-leaf clover, he used a shamrock. And the four-leaf clover became more of a superstitious thing of luck, ah. you know? Uh, luck to people. And oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is really... So, 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 so uh, the symbolism of the four-leaf clover... Maybe everywhere, but a real one is a rarity. Well, maybe it's not a rarity. A so, real one? A real four-leaf A real four-leaf clover. Oh. But yeah. um, one specimen in 10,000 uh, trifolium repens, which means white clover, has four leaves instead of the usual three. Uh, but, but as I said, you know, St. Patrick used the three. Why did he use the three? You know why he used the three? No. There's God, there's Jesus, oh, and the yes. Holy Spirit. So the Trinity. Who's, who's that fourth one? I think. I don't know. Who is it? Do you have the answer? No. St. Pat. Well, I did have an answer. What is it? Well, I was just going to say, you know, junk food is the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> there were three farmers in the north as they were passing by. They swore an oath and a mighty oath that the barley grain should die. With me, Rex, for all the Rex for Lalladaldi with me, Rex for Lalladaldi on the barley grain for me. They put poor barley in a sack of a cold and rainy day and brought him off to the column fields and burned him in the clay with me, Rex for Lalladaldi, Rex for Lalladaldi with me, Rex for 
So here's what I found that was really interesting. You know, I called the um, uh, Dublin Institute <laughs> of Clover Ministry. Oh, well. Yeah, because you got it, the info. Babe. I got the info, yeah. And they told it to me in Gaelic, which I understood immediately. Oh, really? So they said, <laughs> um, you know, the shamrock, St. Patrick's, that was three. There's a four leaf. It's like supposedly luck. But. Um, why is there a four-leaf clover? So the answer is, it's a, uh, it's a gene question. It's a recessive gene. Yes. Right? Like. It's like an aberration. It's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a mutation. A mutation. Like, like yeah. red hair. Red hair. It's a mutation, too. Right? Which oh. appears, you know, which appears only occasionally in some families, right? Right. So real red. Now, this is, this is not real red. Not he, that red. He got like mine is, you know. <laughs> Sorry, is that an my, my, my aunt was a redhead. Was she really? Yeah. Your mother's sister? Yeah. And my mother. Oh, well, never mind. And, <laughs> but, but here's the interesting thing that ties into humanity, and I have a little um, phrase that goes along with Please. this. Please. Uh, about 99.5% of human DNA is identical. Yes. 0.5. Yes is what makes the differences and what makes us ourselves. So I have a little song that says, point five, we're all alive, it makes us ourselves. Point five, okay. we're alive, okay. it I makes th- us ourselves. I think you should get royalties on that. I think it should be copyrighted. Right, right. That's, yeah, well, that's what I thought, because the real red hair is, is unusual. But what does is, what is red hair make you think of? I don't know what. Ketchup. There oh. we are. There we are. I have my ketchup. I won't go into ketchup now, but... No, no, no. Not we, I'm not going to say No, no. Uh, Patrick died somewhere shortly thereafter. After he died, he fell into obscurity. He did establish an active church of Ireland, okay? And uh, during the Middle Ages, is, he was inspired... He intended to inspire faith, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Saints were always working miracles. That was the standard fare. The snakes, for example, oh, yeah. are just a representation of evil. Because there's no snakes in Ireland. Yeah. Because Patrick drove the old evil pagan ways out of Ireland and brought Christianity there. I tell you, that was a big job. But boy, it stuck. Yeah. That you know, Christianity. You know who brought snakes into the world? No. Oh, Adam and Eve? No, no. I think... Like, I can't remember whether Eve brought snakes into the, into, you know, after being kicked out of Eden, or she brought four-leaf clovers. <laughs> I mean, I know they're very different, but I think, I, I think there's some facts mixed up there. Um, it says here that St. Patrick's Day falls on March 17th, which is traditionally thought to be the day of his death, although he pr- it's probably a guess. Blah, 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 blah. It was not until Irish immigrants became, began coming to America that St. Patrick's Day took off as the international secular celebration we know today. Right. So there you have it. So the, no, Boston's I, first parade was in 1737, then New Yorkers 1762, Philadelphia 1780. So it was like a, uh, the parade thing did not come from Ireland. It came no, from that's the interesting, isn't diaspora. It? So yeah. uh, here's more on the four-leaf clover that is... <laughs> You thought the other point was interesting. This is really interesting. Okay. So, Talk it to me. You remember um, that. Clovers <laughs> have more than four leaves. In fact, there are five-leaf clovers, yes. and they're certainly less commonly found. Oh, I saw that. Uh, five-leaf clovers are known as rose clovers. 
they're they're le- yeah, they're less common than yeah, even yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. You find one, man. I saw I saw a picture of five leaf. You could sell it on Craigslist for a oh, lot of money. Shit. So there, there's even a six leaf clover. But here's here's the here's the thing. And this ties into capture, but you'll learn later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The most leaves ever found on a single clover were found by a Japanese man named Shigio Obara. He found fifty-six were discovered on one clover stem. I don't believe that. When Irish eyes are smiling, short is like a morning spring. Of Irish laughter, you can hear the 